job hoppers have a wealth of vacancies to choose from in the year of the ox. An online job bank says that nearly 35,000 companies have put up listings for positions. The worst labor shortage is in the semiconductor and ICT industries, which have nearly 150,000 jobs on the market. The job bank says that more than ever, employers are looking for hire people with good foreign language skills. That's especially so in the tech sector. The job bank held a career fair on Wednesday dedicated to helping companies find talent that's proficient in English. It's been a day of reckoning for high school seniors who found out the results of their college entrance exams. Last year, the math section of the general stylistic ability test was blasted for being too easy. This time round, it swung the other way. In this year's math section, only 1,500 test takers got a perfect score, the fewest in a decade. Results are out for the general scholastic ability test. This year, students across the country complained that the math section was too hard. And as it turned out, the scores reflected their pain. Mathematics is certainly another focal point of attention. This year, the 5 percentile bands fall between the ones from 2017 and 2018. In this year's math section, the best performers had a grade as low as 11 out of a best possible 15, while the second and third rank students scored as low as 9 and 6, respectively. The year before, the best performers scored 14 and above, while the second and third rank students scored 13 and 9. In other words, the best and average test taker scored at least three grades worse this year. Put another way, last year, nearly 15,000 students had a perfect score in math. This year, there were only 1,558, the fewest in 10 years. As for the other subject tests, students fared about the same as in years before, with the exception of English, in which they scored moderately worse. When taking four subject tests in one day, students need to arrive early and leave late. So starting in 2022, three days will be allocated for the official exam, because we'll be testing six subjects over seven sessions. We will plan for students to take the exam over three days. Next year, changes will come to the GSAT. The math section will be divided into parts A and B, so that students will take seven tests instead of six, over three days instead of two. There will be a trial run at the end of this July to give students an early crack at the new format. A first responders unit in New Taipei is using live imaging technology to make its rescues more effective. Doctors in the hospital can monitor a patient while he or she is still in the ambulance and instruct emergency crews on how to care for the patient. We spoke to someone living in Xindian district who has benefited from the system. While at work, security guard Mr. Chen lost consciousness, terrifying his colleagues. But soon, first responders arrived to help out. Fortunately, they later heard the great news. Mr. Chen recovered after reaching the hospital. That was thanks to the fire department MER team, who video called doctors in the hospital before Mr. Chen even arrived. I was feeling dizzy that day, and my chest was aching, and then later, when I woke up, I was in intensive care. 
MER stands for Mobile Emergency Medical Services Room. They specialize in emergencies where patients lose vital signs, heart attacks, strokes, and major injuries, where they can initiate life-saving treatments before the patient reaches the hospital. Live footage from the rescue team's helmets and the inside of the ambulance is sent to the hospital ER via a cloud platform. That way, doctors can monitor the entire journey in the ambulance and provide instructions for treatment. For a patient having a stroke, this first responder takes instructions from a remote doctor. Real-time guidance makes the rescue more effective, increasing chances for patients to get the care they need as soon as possible. Stricter water rationing will take effect Thursday in several parts of Taiwan due to the ongoing drought. In Tainan and Jiayi, the water pressure will be lowered and limits will be placed on total water use. In Xinzhu, Miaoli and Taichung, industrial areas will be required to reduce their water use by 11%. This will be a challenge for places like Xinzhu Science Park, which uses 140,000 to 150,000 tons of water every day, 85% of which is reused. On average, we can cut water usage by about 11 or 12 percent. The park can conserve water like this for half a year, no problem. Some plants, however, are operating at full capacity and can't cut water use by 11 percent. So they've done drills to test out bringing water in on trucks. TSMC is one company at Xinzhu Science Park that's made preparations for the new restrictions. Producing chips require lots of water, and TSMC has ordered water trucks to keep its assembly lines rolling. The tech ministry is working with science parks to improve water recycling so that they can cope with the impending shortage. The economics ministry says it will coordinate with manufacturers to stagger their production lines. Let's head now to the north of New Taipei, where a coach driver is gathering lots of fans. Dong Reiming switched to coach driving after a decade in hospitality. But all those years spent attending to hotel guests' needs have not been wasted. His thoughtful drivership goes above and beyond, leaving passengers feeling like they just had a trip on a luxury airline. Let's take a look. Dong Reiming treats every passenger like family. That's just how he does things. For your safety warning, please. And because of the COVID-19, passengers have to wear a mask. He gives the passengers information in English as well as Chinese, a fun novelty on coaches. He previously worked 10 years in hospitality. Working on a reception desk involves computer work and taking care of guests. But now I've got my hands on a steering wheel. I think that attitude of customer service I have from hospitality has just become a habit for me. Dong made a midlife career change. After a period of adjustment, six months ago he moved from Pingdong to New Taipei's Jinshan district. He's now one of the area's most popular drivers. All the thank you messages from grateful passengers are what cheers him on. Passengers who have written to me or called to express their thanks. They're here on the coach. So that means I must keep doing better and better. My service can't admit the slightest inhospitality, so I have this motivation to keep going. Sitting by the steering wheel is this safety charm with Dong's own calligraphy. 
It's there to protect his vehicle and also to wish all his passengers a joyful year of the ox. A cat cafe in New Taipei has managed to find homes for over 500 cats in four years. The Taiwan Mixed Care for Stray Animals Association opened its cafe in Sanchong in 2016. Customers can go in for a cup of tea and a brief interaction with the cats. But many more go in to see if they can find a cat who will become a part of the family. Stretched out in a human's lap and enjoying a stroke, this cat is not afraid of strangers. You can feed the cats directly. This two-week-old kitten needs to be fed entirely by bottle. When she's full, she needs burping too, much like a human baby. This halfway house for stray cats is one of the most popular cat cafes in New Taipei's Sanchong district. There are 40 to 50 feline residents. Customers can come and enjoy a cup of coffee, play with the cats, and think about whether they want to adopt one. All the cats have a name, and they have their own name sign in a little cat room that belongs just to them. We teach them to be sweet house cats, and we help them find an owner who is suited to them. This kitty is quite a demanding one. If you dawdle with her snacks, she'll reach out to grab them. This cat was dozing when we spotted him, but perked up as soon as he smelled food. When they arrive, they're often malnourished and weak, and sometimes very scared of people. But with care and love, they become friendly and open to humans once more. Thanks to the giant hearts of the cat lovers working here, in four years the association has found owners for almost 600 cats. Adoption is really important. Also, the most important thing is the owner's sense of responsibility. Don't abandon a pet on a whim. If you abandon a cat, you're creating more problems and a burden for society. This stray cat cafe is a warm sanctuary for cats who had a hard start in life, a place where they can befriend humans again and maybe find a family. The Lantern Festival is this Friday, which means it's time to feast on sweet, glutinous rice balls. But dieters beware. Experts say glutinous rice balls contain a large amount of empty calories, fats and sugar. Formosa News reporter Stephanie Yang speaks to a nutritionist for tips on how to indulge the treat without packing on the pounds. The most popular glutinous rice ball fillings are sesame and peanuts, which are high in sugar and fat. Just four glutinous rice balls served in sweet red bean soup can amount to 600 calories, or about two bowls of rice. A Taipei City Hospital nutritionist recommends indulging in moderation. When you eat glutinous rice balls, try to limit it to four, just a small amount, because glutinous rice balls are actually quite high in calories. In addition, because they are made with glutinous rice, eating too much may cause indigestion or flatulence. So we suggest that when you eat glutinous rice balls, eat an appropriate amount. Want to make glutinous rice balls at home? Here's a healthy recipe you can try. This year, nutritionists at Taipei City Hospital and the local government are promoting a recipe for low-calorie, high-fiber glutinous rice balls. They can be made at home by molding natural ingredients like sweet potato and pearl barley. For a pop of color, mix in some matcha powder or dragon fruit juice. These ingredients contain a relatively high amount of antioxidants, and they're healthier. Taipei's health department recently surveyed 20 brands of glutinous rice balls on the market. All of them met food safety regulations. We inspected the preservatives and food coloring and found them to be in compliance with the regulations. 
but we're asking vendors to pay special attention to the personal hygiene of the people making the glutinous rice balls. It's very important their hands are clean and free of open wounds. As for the consumers, we suggest that they purchase only the appropriate amount and store their glutinous rice balls properly. If you plan on buying glutinous rice balls from a store, make sure to carefully read the label on the packaging, paying attention to information like the nutritional facts per serving. For Mosa News, Stephanie Yang, Zhang Weiyao in Taipei. Let's head now to a fashion brand made of unwanted denim jeans. Fashion designer Chen Guanbai is determined to make the clothing industry more green. As part of her sustainable drive, she's working with the seamstresses of the Taipei Awakening Association. Their upcycled denim items have been worn by the mayors of Taipei and Taoyuan. Baseball jackets, suit jackets, all are made of denim. But this is no new fabric squeezed fresh from a factory. The outer layer of each unique piece is stitched together from many pieces of recycled denim. Chen's parents ran a department store. In its heyday, it boasted five fashion brands. But as traditional retail industries declined in Taiwan, and after Chen's father passed away, the store closed. While studying fashion design abroad, Chen came across the sustainable fashion movement and decided to bring it back to Taiwan. Coming from the model of fashion we have in the traditional industry enabled me to understand how fashion works, how the whole process goes. The phrase sustainable fashion is very unfamiliar across Asia, not just in Taiwan. So four years ago, we started promoting this idea, and we started translating foreign documents into Chinese. Every minute in Taiwan, more than 400 items of clothing are thrown away. Chang collects denim and breaks the old pieces down to remodel them into these fashionable garments. What we're doing is very much at the back end of the chain. It's just solving the problem of waste. These jeans are very tough. Over the last two years, we've upcycled about 6,000 pairs of jeans. Inside the clothes are tags telling you who made the item and when it was completed. These seamstresses from the Taipei Awakening Association do all the heavy lifting in the workshop. Every time I come here, I learn a bit more because everything here is a bit different from traditional workshops. Many of these seamstresses are mothers, and their creations have been worn by notable politicians like Taoyuan Mayor Zheng Wenchan and Taipei Mayor Ko Wenzhe. It looks like eco-friendly clothing is a trend that's here to stay. Kaohsiung native Xie Shu Wei made history at the Australian Open this month, becoming the first Taiwan athlete to reach the women's singles quarterfinals at a Grand Slam event. She reflected on her run at Melbourne in a charming interview with CNN. Here's Xie in her own words. Let me remind you, in Asia, we normally don't say the girl's age in the public. <laughs> Xie's humorous remark brought out laughs from the host and spectators, making it one of the most memorable moments of the Australian Open. In the women's singles event at Melbourne, she had reached the quarters of a Grand Slam for the first time in her career. On Tuesday, U.S. news outlet CNN interviewed the Taiwanese athlete. Every moment is all very special. doesn't matter if it's winning or lose, because sometimes lose you will learn a lot. Like uh, after I see Naomi serve, I realize how slow is my serve. She had played in Australia without a corporate sponsor of any kind, standing out for most athletes on the circuit. Actually, people think it's struggling with a sponsor situation, but I'm not uh, thinking that way. I don't have a manager, so for me, if I don't find someone who I can work, 
then I better focus on tennis. She has said that enjoying a good meal was one way she winds down off the court. I like to eat. And in Dubai, I like the, it's a big fish. They are amazing. They put it in the old style cooker and then make it burn and then send it on the table. It's like a plate I remember normally like this big. And in China, at the old time, the, the royal family, the king, what he eat, he has 108 dish. I will choose this because there's 108 dish inside. <laughs> On court, she has nearly impossible shots and press fans over and over. In her interview with CNN, her whimsical and carefree side shone through, endearing her to fans. In her interview with CNN, her whimsical and carefree side shone through, endearing her to fans around the world.